0: The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Well, time now to find out what is going on in the Holy Land right now. Joining us on the line, always a pleasure to talk to you, Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Rolene, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us once again.
1: Always uh, my pleasure <laughs> to
0: join you guys. <laughs> Sorry, Rolene, did I ambush you there or something, or did I catch you off guard? <laughs>
1: You didn't catch
0: you. Oh okay, good, good. I'm glad to hear that because that's the last thing the Dream Team would want to impose upon you, Rolene. Great to have you with us once again, Rolene. Um, let's start with. Um, oh, I love my
1: team.
0: <laughs> um, we, we all love each other. All's great. All's great, uh, Rolene. So, Avera Mengestu, Hamas releases an undated video of uh, this captive Israeli. What is happening here?
1: So we have been following the uh, situation for the captives that have been held in captivity by Hamas for several years. This is uh, Avira Megistu as well as Hisham Al Sayed, and uh, held by Hamas along with two Israeli captives. Uh, we assume are still alive are the remains of two fallen Israeli soldiers, or one, Shaul and Hadar and Golden. But yesterday, a terror group Hamas released a video of footage believed to be Avera Megistu. Now, both uh, Megistu and uh, al-Sayed, Somehow, we don't have a, a, a clear explanation, managed to cross from Israel into Gaza, where they were taken into captivity by Hamas. And video footage several months ago showed Hisham al-Sayed not in very, very good condition at all, they were on concerns for his health since then we haven't had any updates but yesterday we had this uh, video footage released which is part of Hamas's ongoing campaign to be as cruel as inhumane as possible and to continue to wage psychological warfare not just on the family, but the people of Israel as well. Now, uh, the IDF spokesperson, Brigadier General Ran Kokhav, speaking to Israeli radio earlier today, said that the security establishment had investigated the, uh, the video and it is uh, a reasonable assumption that it could possibly be Mengistu. He didn't confirm it. He did say it was a reasonable assumption that this could be Mengistu. And if it is, in fact, Avira Mengistu, this will be the first sign of life that we've had in several years of the captive. Now, Israel continues to try and uh, engage in ongoing efforts to try and free him. Yair Lepid, the former prime minister, also speaking to Israeli radio earlier today, said that, you know, like all Israeli governments, we certainly made the efforts, he said, but uh, any kind of uh, release similar to, to that of the release of Gilad Shalit where Gilad Shalit, a captive Israeli soldier who was held for several years by Hamas, was released for uh, a significant amount of uh, Palestinian prisoners. Many of them terrorists with blood on their hands would be a high security risk to the state of Israel.
0: Rolling, um an earlier report I, I read uh, from what they call themselves the Al-Qasim Brigades are uh, di- actually claiming that uh, Avera Mangestu is a Zionist soldier?
1: You know, uh, uh, let's put into perspective who al Qassam brigades are. They are mm-hmm. the armed wing of Hamas. Right. So uh, any Israeli... Any Israeli, be it a newborn Israeli, a a serving soldier, a citizen like me, or the very elderly is seen by Hamas as a Zionist soldier. That is the the definition. That is the definition they tell themselves. Uh, That is the definition they use as rationale to launch attacks against Israel and to justify the kidnappings of Israeli civilians. And uh, we do know from the families that uh, both... Mengistu and Al-Sayed, do suffer from mental health issues. Uh, And this could probably be a a contributing factor that could have led to them being taken captive. So uh, just to echo what Ran Kukhav said earlier today, the IDF spokesperson, he said it's inhumane, it's illegal, and it's immoral what they are doing. And the latest person who, who lent his voice, his considerable voice, to uh, not only meeting with the families of Mengistu al-Sally, but also the families of fallen soldiers Oron Sha'ul and Hadar Golden was His Holiness Pope Francis, who has appealed to the international community as well to do as much as possible to release uh, these two Israeli civilians back to their families and the bodies and the remains of uh, Shaul and Golden back for burial.
0: Well, certainly we can just hope for the best, uh, um, Yeah, for them. Let's uh, look at uh, President Herzog now, continuing ongoing mediation efforts, and uh, he's, he's, he's either speaking to or he'll meet with the Supreme Court President Esther Hayot and PM Netanyahu. How has that gone? Well,
1: well, actually, literally about 10 minutes ago, we had news in on that subject. Be- just before I get to President Herzog, the uh, Justice Minister, Yariv Levine, has met or is in the process of meeting with uh, Chief Justice Esther Hayot. the president of Israel's Supreme Court. Now, this is the first time that they are meeting face-to-face since uh, he made his announcement about sweeping uh, judicial reforms and she made her a very very strongly worded statement that should these uh, go forward this the seventy fifth year of uh, of Israel's independence will be the year that democracy came to an end. Now ongoing with his efforts is President Herzog. He he copped a lot of flack over the weekend, many Israelis saying, Mr President, you are not doing nearly enough in your Albeit very limited power to to express the concerns of Israeli citizens and try to mitigate the situation. So uh, he has spoken to the the president of the Supreme Court. We don't have the details of what has been discussed, but we can assume it is is to try and reassure her that uh, you know he will do everything that uh, he can and, and and that her concerns have been heard as well as uh, basically nearly everybody in the legal fraternity. And I just want to make it clear because I do get a lot of, let's call them very fruity worded messages from people about uh, judicial reforms. Nobody's saying there doesn't need to be any kind of reform. the the Supreme Court as an institution is is open to the understanding that like all institutions, there always needs to be discussion around reforms and uh, uh, improvements and concerns and and, and looking at areas where they really need to be improving on. The issue is about sweeping reforms, put forward by the coalition without a broad based consensus and the particular reforms that, that have been suggested by Rev Levine. Those are the issues. Not the fact that there needs to be reformed, it's the type of reforms and the fact that uh, these reforms uh, are being endorsed by a coalition without the um, support of nearly half of Israel's population as well as the opposition. So it's very important to keep that in mind before I get another rude message telling me to go and sit in my room, wow. you naughty little girl, oh. which is
0: what somebody told me. Well, well you've always... <laughs> so, <laughs> Sorry, carry on, really. Sorry, no, I didn't mean to but...
1: So... While we don't know and we haven't been given any kind of readout, which is what the, the press normally gets after these high-level meetings, right. uh, I suspect the, the, the contents of these meetings will be kept confidential. All that we have been told is that these meetings, these conversations are ongoing and that he will be having conversations with Prime Minister Netanyahu as well.
0: Well, uh, I guess it's a wait and see, as we've said before. Let's just wait and see how this turns out, and hopefully President Herzog does have have some sway over proceedings there and influence as to what should be done and what mustn't be done, etc., etc., etc. Lastly, Rowling, um over 90 countries have urged Israel to lift sanctions on Palestinians after the UN vote. Tell us more about this.
1: Well, as we kicked off this year, you and I discussed the fact that the Palestinians had put forward a resolution at the United Nations uh, General Assembly that uh, was passed and that will see the International Court of Justice weigh in on issues that the Palestinians call occupation, annexation and uh, settlements. Now, at least 90 countries, including South Africa, including Germany, Germany, France, Japan, various others have written to Israel, saying to Israel that it, it doesn't matter where we stand vis-à-vis the the resolution, uh, but please, we we're appealing to Israel to please lift sanctions, uh, to to not give uh, punitive measures or punitive uh, punishment against the Palestinians. And just a reminder, some of these issues on uh, of some of these sanctions include the withholding. Of of funds as well as benefits for Palestinian officials. And Foreign Minister Eli Cohen has responded by saying, meaningless statements and signatures will not stop us from making the right decisions that will protect our citizens and secure our future. The interest of all the countries in the world should be to stop the incitement of the Palestinian Authority, which encourages terrorism and pays terrorists to kill
0: Cheers. sorry, I'm going to have to cut in there. Uh, perhaps we can unpack that a bit more because there's a bit more to just analyze on that issue. Hopefully we could possibly look at it, look at it tomorrow. Well, hopefully we can. But, uh, Rowling, thanks always uh, for uh, your reports on what's going on in the Holy Land. Israel correspondent uh, Rowling Marks telling us what's the latest going on in Israel.